Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast for Friday, October 15, 2021. I'm back down in uh, Michael Vick's basement. My dogs are getting some exercise, fighting each other. Go ahead. You don't need me. Dad, you're a fucking dummy. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Watch out. Here he comes. He's going to come get Dude, be careful. Let's go get him. Off they take off into another room. Yeah, I'm a parent. They're going to come back in. All right. They're going to come back in here, probably fired up. I'm recording this Thursday night. I got back from Laughing Skull Lounge about an hour ago. And if you want to come see me, here comes the dogs. <laughs> here come the dogs. Dude. Where's your brother? Go get him. Go get him. Stop yelling at me. This is the sweetest, thickest dog in the world, but he's uh, fired up right now, and he sounds ferocious. <clears throat> if you want to come see me... Dude, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Georgie, come help me. You good? I'm straight, dude. I, I'm good. I'm good right here. Now <laughs> hitting the mic. You got a lot of heart, dude. You got a lot of fire in you right now. This is the podcast consultant, by the way, would strike this down immediately. This is not part of the introduction. It should be tighter, more edited. It should be just airtight, not an extra word, not a dog coming up to me with his tongue, getting a petting and a patting. You want to talk into the microphone? Do that thing when I rub your ears. All right. All right. I got to do the podcast consultants calling. I got to do this. All right. So it's Friday. I'm recording this. Fucking. <laughs> George, come help me. Okay. <clears throat> Attaboy. All right. So thank you for enduring that. I could go back and chop it out, but it probably was only a minute or two, and maybe you didn't leave. Uh, but now it should be tight. Now the dog is on his back, sort of corkscrewing back and forth, kicking his feet up. This Friday, tonight, and tomorrow, Saturday, I'm at the Laughing Skull Lounge doing some shows, having a good time. I am hosting tonight, the tonight, I'm hosting Friday night. All right. This is not professional podcasting, dude. This is not, I'm Michael Babaro. This is not the daily. Dun, dun, dun. This is not professional podcasting. So... It's going to get, I'm going to pull out of it right now. Here's what's happening. I am doing comedy shows. <laughs> Dude, you're handsome. What can I say? I'd love to have you sit on my lap like you want to do, but you weigh about 75 pounds. I need to do the podcast. And here's what I want to tell the listeners. Friday, October 15, Saturday, October 16, I'm at the Laughing Skull Lounge in Midtown Atlanta. Please come say hello. It's a, it's one of the best comedy clubs in the country, as you know. 
I am hosting the Friday night show, so it should be a real fun time. And uh, there are a lot of great, there are, I don't know who's on the show, but I know Nick Murphy's on the show, and I'm pretty sure Bob Place is on the show. I know Storm Artiste is on the show, so it's going to be uh, volcanic, I think. I went to the Skull, so I'm recording this at 11.30 on Thursday night. I went to the Skull tonight, and I got a couple text messages before I got down there. People were talking about uh, not a lot of people, or it was light or late-arriving crowd. So I didn't expect much, and I knew that I was up late, like supposedly like second or second to third, second or I thought I was second to last, but when I got there, I was third to last, and you know there was like a how was it going? That's all right, you know, crowd, blah blah blah, and so I had very little expectation, but there were there were plenty of people there, and they were great, and it was was really fun because I followed Storm who killed and uh, my act is not currently or most of the time as blue as hers was tonight so that's a great opportunity to you know try to get the crowd into a different place than it was you know when a comics work in blue they're down there in the in the in the trenches doing doing the heavy lifting and then I can't come out and you know talk about politics or whatever immediately so anyway the point i'm trying to make is the crowd was great and what happened interestingly is i started talking started just sort of going into the crowd and talking to them about god and i think i've seen another if this is you and me and god is a sensitive subject then this is probably going to be one of those but i'm gonna try to at least make it interesting or entertaining uh, but if you, you know, if we have issue on that, the way I handle it, then you probably just want to stop right now, uh, which is fine, because <laughs> if I were religious, I wouldn't want to fucking hear from anybody else either. I would, and I mean that disrespectfully, but I also mean it, you know, respectfully, like, this is what it works for me, and stop other people trying to poke holes in it. I get that. But I also would not want people trying to poke holes in it, because I, uh, you know, I would be... Yeah, it's it's what your thing is. Respect. Respect and disrespect at the same time. The point is, I have this uh somewhere in the middle of a bit, it's like a it's like a passing a passing joke. Like if you play music, you know what a passing chord is? It's a chord that you play briefly on the way from one chord to the next. <clears throat> like you're gonna play four bars in C and you want to go play four bars in G. You can play, uh, you know, a bar in F sharp and, uh, you know, or F sharp minor, whatever it is, and get to, it's actually F sharp diminished. <laughs> and some music person's listening to this like, uh, no, it's not. It's none of those things. Anyway, it's just like a, uh, let me try to replicate it in music. It would be like, so the those little chords, those little notes in the middle, those are passing chords, at least as I was raised in music. And by raised, I mean I started playing piano at a community college when I was uh, 26 and uh, was in there with all the community college kids who were 17 and, you know, we all smoke cigarettes and but I was like took elementary piano at the age of whatever I said 25 six seven somewhere around there I could tell you exactly where it was 27 right 
And I would, I took elementary piano at night. I took a piano plat, piano class at San Diego City College at night with everyone else and started playing like Frere Jaca. Here's the thing. It's never too late to do whatever you want. If you want to start learning how to cook, just fucking start doing it. If you want to start doing stand-up comedy, just start doing it. If you want to play piano, if you want to become a hedge fund manager, whatever it is, just don't let yourself think that it's too late. Because I have done so many great things later in life. And I, <laughs> I could die this weekend for all I know. Wait, anyway, I started playing piano at a community college. And uh, actually, the teacher asked me out. I thought she just wanted to like, hey, we're the only people, you know, over the age of 25 in here. Do you want to go have a cup of coffee? But then later on, I realized, oh, no, she's uh, she's thinking maybe we could play Mary Had a Little Lamb. But that's, that was the first thing I learned on piano. Headphones on, playing whatever Frere Jaca is. C, D, E, C, C, D, E, C, E, F, G, I think. trying to think about that i know and now the dog comes back he sensed you sense my weakness like dad needs an assist well here's what i'm doing buddy i'm talking about taking a piano lesson when i was 26 and also want to tell the audience if you want to do something just fucking go do it and maybe you know that but i didn't know that i i for some reason thought you had to be young when you started doing something and Dude, you're the best. I know, but I got I got to talk. I got to make it a. I have to sell this show tonight to Showtime, <laughs> Cinemax, <laughs> Skinemax. A passing chord. All right, you get the idea what a passing chord is. So I have a passing joke. A passing chord is do 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 do. It's the it's the thing that just gets you from A to B. It's the part in the middle. So I have a passing joke about just a, a little fill-in thing about. Um, you know, someone asking me if I believed in God. And then uh, and then when I said, you know, I wasn't quite sure, the person said, prove God doesn't exist. And then there are jokes in there, right? It's just, a, it's just like a brief passing thing. So tonight I said, and then the guy asked me uh, if I believed in God. And then the crowd in the front, more than two people, groaned. Like, oh my God, which has happened before, like, what a probing but I couldn't figure it out meaning in the past when I've said that the guy asked me if I believed in God and people groan they're like you should not ask someone that which is reasonable you should uh, because people who are religious tend to not want to well anyway that's I, I don't want to talk about that I don't want to generalize about people who are religious what I want to say is I didn't know like people just groan when I say yeah the guy asked me if I believed in God and tonight they groaned, but I didn't know what it meant. I was like, do you, I just said it, I was like, do you believe in God? And the first two people were like, no. <laughs> they were like, no, we don't. And then I went to the next guy who was a black guy, and it matters to me. Um, I'm like, do you believe in God? And he goes, no. And I was like, holy shit, I'm on to something. Not, not believing in God, but I, we're talking here. And it was just for me, 
<laughs> it was interesting to be able to ask that question, which was not my intention when I left the house tonight. And then I'm going across, but I'm I'm able to get stuff out of it that I can you know riff on and uh, make the crowd laugh. Well, I was not being disrespectful, you know, and fuck God and all that stuff. I was I was not. But then like the people who are in the chair, I, I even said I'm like, hey, I'm going left to right here. Um, yeah, I, I understand I'm making this kind of ham-handed, and I, I dug in too far talking about that piano lesson at a community college. But the the people in the far right, they see that I'm moving toward them, and I tell them that I'm going, hey, I'm going left to right. So do you believe in God? And this is maybe just my, uh, I don't want to say respect or fear, one of those two things, for audiences. Maybe I just feel like we're, you know what it is? I need to stay offline more because I just presume everyone is uncomfortable and uptight and incapable of discussing things. But I know in the real world, we agree more than we don't, right? Most people do support reproductive rights. It's the maniacs and the legislatures that don't uh, allow that, right? So the, the debates are defined by the extremes. And in real life, most of us agree on many different things, more than you would know if you believed online. And maybe I fell into that because I was like, holy shit, this is, I'm about to ask the third table here if they believe in God, which if you're online or if I were online, I'd be like, I can you imagine asking somebody that and having a conversation in a crowd in an what should have been an eight minute set, but was as the showrunner um, pointed out to me with his phone was uh, an 11 and a half minute set and was also so that's it's almost 50 percent longer. <laughs> I ran the fucking light as my my bad. I ran the light, but it's Thursday night, you know, no, I ran the fucking light, my bad. But I was kind of like getting more energy as I'm going left to right, asking people if they believe in God. And the black guy's boyfriend or the guy who was with the black guy, I asked him, do you believe in God? And he's like, eh, kind of. And that's so rich to me because now it's like, well, what does that mean? Like, do you believe in like a part of a God or you believe in a God when you just get pulled over, you know, and it was fun to be able to go into it and the crowd was not throwing tomatoes at me. I don't know what I expected, but then I get to the last table and I'm like, do you believe in God? And he said, it depends on your definition. And right there, like I get it. Like I totally get it. It makes so much sense, but there's so much material in that. And then we can talk about it with the crowd. Like, like how do you, when you, it reminded me of Bill Clinton. Like, when you say, <laughs> a blowjob, do you mean, what do you mean by that? Anyway, I, I, <clears throat> I, uh, I had a really fun time running the light, doing way more time than I was supposed to do. But I think what was so great about it, and, and this is really for the comedy nerds and nerds who uh, fuck with me, so to speak, is... I, as you know from listening to this, I host Limerick on Tuesday and I host a Laughing Skull open mic on Wednesday. And since COVID, I have not been going out of town to other cities doing shows. So I'm either at the punchline doing a feature spot, which is great, that's 20 minutes, or I'm at the Laughing Skull doing showcases, 
which are eight minutes, nine minutes, or if you run the light, 11 and a half minutes. So it doesn't, the hosting and then those small sets, they don't give me great opportunity to get into short sets, I should say, to into like fucking having conversations about do you believe in God? You know, that's something I want to approach like with respect and and with what is inside, like sincere curiosity. But anyway, I, I felt like something opened up tonight because I wasn't hosting. I was, you know, seventh out of nine or seven out of ten or eight out of ten or whatever. I was toward the end of the show and uh, it was it was I was like, holy fuck, I'm, we're talking about this. Like, and nobody was losing their marbles. I was not. I was getting jokes out of it in the moment. No, it, it was no, somehow it was it's probably not significant for you, <laughs> but it was significant for me. It was interesting that it was interesting. When was the last time you asked seven consecutive people if they believed in God without you know having one of them take a swing at you? Does that make sense? I don't know. It was. It doesn't. It's not. Well, you know, it is what it is. The point is, it was exactly what I wanted without knowing I wanted it. I knew I needed it, but I didn't know that I was going to get it tonight. And that's the point that I'm connecting back to the shorter sets post-COVID and also hosting two shows, Tuesday and Wednesday night. Hosting, you should, you know, the crowd's just settling in, getting their first drink. They might not want to hear about reproductive rights. And they might not want to... They want to just catch their breath and settle in. And I get that, and that's reasonable. So when I host, I try to be a good host and not not talk about this... Or, or gently talk about the things I want to talk about. But I never would bring up, you know, atheism in a host set, I don't think. Or maybe I should challenge myself to do that. But also, I'm not trying to be like... What's that expression? <clears throat> Edge Lord, I don't even like. I'm not trying to be like, hey, look at how edgy I am. I'm doing atheist material, and I felt like I had an opportunity to do it tonight, and I didn't even. It happened naturally. I was not even aware that I was scratching an itch that needed to be scratched until I was doing it. Like, holy shit, this is pretty awesome. And then I listened on the. I listened to my set on the way way home, and. You know, I was not killing, but, you know, it was a sparse-ish room. I would blame the fucking size of the crowd. There was plenty. Of, there were plenty of people there. I had a good set, though. There was lots of uh, good laughter, and you're the best, dude. You're the best. Anyway, the point is, come to Laughing Skull tonight on Friday. I'm hosting the show. Nick Murphy's going to be on. I know Storm Artiste is going to be on. Bob Place is going to be on. Fingers crossed Clayton English comes through. Uh, it should be a monstrous show. But when I host, I'm going to just keep m moving. Here's a joke. Have a laugh. Don't think too hard. I don't want you to... I'm not. I'm, in a host set, I don't think you should be challenging <laughs> the audience with, do you believe in God? Which I've been asked numerous times. And also numerous times, been asked to prove that God doesn't exist. I mean... So, anyway, I'm not really sure I did justice to what happened tonight. 
to 65 people in a room. But just comedy's the best. You can cuz it's the it's the forum. It's the forum where you can discuss stuff. And and it's not online where you know there there are no stakes. There's nothing I mean aside from people's livelihoods, I guess, if you tweet the wrong goddamn thing. But in a comedy club, I'm talking to these people about you know, the fucking organizing principles of their lives. And I, and I say organizing principle because I was on a plane once uh, from from San Diego to Salt Lake City and a Mormon man uh, was sitting next to me, started asking me questions right off the, off the rip and, you know, about religion and, and whatever. He could tell I was at a weak moment. I'm like, dude, I'm going to Utah. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm, this is, I'm vulnerable right now. And, I, and then I, by the way, then I said, oh, so are you religious? And he was like, the church is an, is the organizing principle of my life. I'm like, all right, respect. So anyway, I, I know I did not do a good job of it because I'm still pro- of conveying it. And, you know, I'm, I'm still I'm still processing it and then being attacked by these dogs at the beginning didn't do it much justice justice. But come to the Laughing Skull tonight and come to the Laughing Skull Saturday and then Tuesday we'll do Limerick. And uh, I'll tell you what. You know who was on one is 15 underscore versus underscore 15. Listeners of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you've been following the uh, the arms race in my Apple reviews, but uh, 15 underscore 15 underscore has now three times, I think, left a review and then deleted it. <laughs> so maybe... They, and then by that I mean he, is waiting to, the next one will drop tomorrow. Drop today when the podcast comes out. Because after I did that long sermon on the mount about um, 15 underscore underscore 15 and the kid who was helpfully giving me an 80% review, uh, I checked uh, this morning actually and as you should, gone was 15 underscores review. So I don't know what he has He has uh, cooking up. But if, if you ask me, hey, I, or you tell me you listen to the podcast and I say, hey, cool, would you please leave a review? That's exactly what I mean. I do not mean review the podcast because I know where the weaknesses are. I know that there are gaps. But... I don't need you to publicly broadcast that (laughs) on Apple. That's what they want. That's what I said last time. But who knows what is going to happen with 15 underscore. And you know what? Quite frankly, sir, I look forward to seeing if you can best yourself. If you can do better than your last few reviews. And I'm also curious to see what next brown fist emoji you use. And most important, I hope you give it a five-star review because... That nitwit that left four stars is taking the rating down to 4.6. What is it now, dude? Uh, we'll tell the crowd. This podcast sucks.
Is that what you're saying? Say it. They have spent 24 minutes with me. Well, what's the story? This dog, by the way, runs away. And uh, we, uh, last Sunday, or earlier in the week, my wife, daughter, and I drove to Chattanooga. And if you're if you don't live in Atlanta, Chattanooga is an hour and a half away, and it's a really cool little town. Good comedy club. The the catch, the comedy catch, is your name is the guy who owns it. It's a good dude, Michael. Is it Mike or Michael? It's Michael. Don't fuck with me, comic. I will fuck you up. Uh, I've worked the club a few times. Had a good time, but uh, my wife, daughter, and I drove up to Chattanooga on Sunday because uh, as I was told by my daughter's school Monday was I think both Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples Day which really seems like they should be fucking mutually exclusive I don't know how those two things can coexist but my daughter was going to be out of school maybe I mentioned this she was going to be out of school on Monday so my wife the three of us drove to Chattanooga and we used uh hotel points to stay at a hotel swim and then drive back on Monday swim in the pool drive back Monday and while we went out to dinner the three of us I saw out of nowhere I'm eating I'm eating oysters trying to shotgun a beer practically in this restaurant because uh, you know it's been a long drive actually the girl was great the whole way <laughs> she, she was really well behaved they're saying she's a toddler and she's very strong-willed. But I'm eating oysters, having a... Dude, I'm here for you. Having a beer, my wife, daughter, with me. And they go to the bathroom, and I look up, and who is with me, who is in front of me, is an Atlanta comic. Well, I'm not going to name, because I don't want to... You know, I don't know what he's doing up there. I mean, I think he was with someone... But one of my one of my favorite comics, favorite people in Atlanta comedy. I'm, and what I want to be clear about is, I'm not saying the person's name, because, like I said, I don't know what the fuck they're doing up there. Maybe they're cheating on their spouse, or maybe they're, I don't know, building a, I don't know. So I don't want to name them. Maybe they didn't want to be seen there or discussed on a podcast. But what was, <laughs> but like I had just such an automatic euphoric like there's a friendly face there's someone from my team like we spoke for less than three minutes and hugged twice sober <laughs> because he was not drinking and i had had half of a beer but we were sober and we hugged twice it was like my war buddy like we've been on shitty shows we've been on great shows we've been to open mics like i was like hell yeah um so it was it was a really when you when you do comedy you're part of a you're part of a thing you're part of a scene a fabric and fabric <laughs> you you look up in Chattanooga and all of a sudden there is somebody else who's thinking to do the same thing I'm gonna get out of town and uh, have a night with uh, whoever I'm with or not and then you know head back home the next day and uh, it was. One more reason why you should do comedy. It's I imagine it's all it's, it's. I don't want to say it's like being in the military, but it's really belonging to something and and knowing that 
you share something with that person, probably like being a cop or being in the military, you share something with that person that fucking other people don't, right? So like a dude who fought in Afghanistan sees another dude in an airport who fought in Afghanistan. Like they're like, fuck the rest of these people. We know what's up. And they're right. You see a comic in a restaurant, and it's like, you know what? We know it. We've been through it too. Not in Afghanistan, but we know what's up. And these people are just walking around. Not that, I don't know. Not that we're better. It's just like, uh, it's, it's something to belong to. You know what comedy is? Stand up comedy is for a bunch of people who don't. Like, trust anyone, it's a place for them to belong. Comics don't trust anyone. <laughs> and we're all insecure, and that's why we, I don't know, we're petty. But when you see, dude, when you see someone like the person I saw on Sunday, it just fills your heart with warmth. And it's like, holy shit, we just got back from war. Oh, my God, how have you been? How are the wife, how are the wife and kids and all that? And uh, and true to comic form, this guy, I'm a, he's like, where are you seated? Seated, and he's like, oh, I'm around the corner, and I'm like, okay, cool. My wife and daughter are in the bathroom. I'll bring them over, say hello. And uh, when they came back, by the time I took my daughter to the bathroom again, he was already gone. Didn't stay to say goodbye to anything to anyone. Uh, you know, just kind of ghosted, and that's that's comedy as well. Just like we're intimate. Until it's like time to be too intimate and then fuck off, dude. <laughs> I don't want to meet your wife and kids. What I want you to do is, uh, you know, tune in on Tuesday where you're going to get a fucking much better podcast.